This is the People's Potluck Podcast, where everyone brings something to the table. I'm your host, as always, the most absent brother you know, Pierre Sledge. Fantasy football is a subject. Let's talk now. Hey, yo, it is I says me. Yeah, I apologize to all my fans for the hiatus, but things have been happening. And uh, that's all I can say. Life happens. Uh, you get away from the digital online world and you come back when you get a chance to. And that's what I've done here. So, again, to all my fans and there are thousands there are thousands, boy. I have groupies all over the place. It's actually incredible. Some of the uh, illicit texts I get. Very salacious. Anyway, I, I digress. Uh, we're going to talk fantasy football today. And, um, you know, I'm just going to I'm gonna go off the top here. I, I'm, I think I'm going to go, since it's uh, kind of mid-season, I'm going to go off the top and just kind of go over everybody's rosters and what's happened, the outlook, how they, you know, how they've done and things like that. So let's start with the most wild red panda there is, Kate. And Kate's been busy. She's been active. I, I would say right off the top that this has been one of the best years for her in terms of management. She's done some good things here and she's in contention. Um, definitely like, uh, her getting Kirk cousins and not having to give up any of her, her best assets to get them. Uh, that was good. Um, you know, it, it does hurt currently with Antonio Brown being out because, uh, it looked like old Tom Brady was favoring him a lot, but she's doing things to supplement it and keep herself, you know, uh, right in the point contention and not allowing, uh, big gaps to form so she falls back out of the I think she's in the seventh spot but I like it it's a it's a good uh it's a good roster that's I mean she's had to overcome some injuries I mean how do you lose your two stud running backs and maintain but somehow she has good job Kate uh let's go Chad Chad is uh Chad is doing this shit (laughs) that's it he's doing it but this isn't anything new for Chad. He is a great manager. He is the manager that, you know what? Hey, take a look. You can you can be critical as I have. I don't care. I'll say something to him. I'll say something to his damn face. Uh, and, you know, I'll, I'll make him make a name for himself like four leaf clover and horseshoes and shit. I don't care. I'll fight his ass. Anyway, I'm just saying. Um dude's always been more than lucky he knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing and anyone who doesn't hey you might want to chat with him sometime ask ask him some things pick his brain because he knows what he's doing because pretty much every year this man is in contention and he has done it again he has a pretty stellar squad i would say he's got good quarterback play good enough quarterback play with Jalen Hurts who is the king of garbage time but it's points and he hasn't really had to do anything you know one would think 
I mean, Jalen Hurts is the only thing to be fearful of is maybe him getting pulled. But I mean, who who else do they have? I'm not even aware of their backup quarterback. So he'll probably be there for the next eight weeks. Um, you know, uh, Daryl Henderson stepping up like he has and to be a great supplement back to Derrick Henry. Man, that's a good one to punch on a weekly basis. I mean, and what what do I need to say about Derrick Henry? He is, uh, he's a demigod, clearly. Something like that. Hercules, I don't know. Um, and then his receivers, Cooper Cup, DK Metcalf, Emmanuel Sanders, Calvin Ridley. And, I mean, Chad's doing all this being really shorthanded at receiver, just waiting for Mike Thomas to come back. It's it's really absurd what he's done here, but he is hit week after week after week. Um, this is a good squad. Um, just I mean, all you want to do is just hope by because he's going to make the playoffs. Uh, just hope that uh, you're able to maintain this hotness. Or if you die down, that you catch a flame again by the play uh, week 15. Excellent job. My man Tino is next. Uh this is another pretty good squad. Um, Tino's been doing it. Made some really good moves. Um, man, his running backs are really good now. I mean, they're so good. One might consider just flexing running backs on a weekly basis. It's uh, That's pretty good. And then Kyler Murray... You know, he's a stud. What can you say about that? Um, I know he had a bad week, but Kyler will bounce back. That little boy is, um, you know, he can't be contained. Little boys just want to have fun, so he runs around and does that. Um, receivers, mm, I like A.J. Brown. Uh, and Holly, and actually, Hollywood Brown is playing pretty well, so that's a that's a big one. A big step up, and I had said something to him earlier about you going uh, at draft when he when he took him and said you're gonna give him a try again because he had him last year, and now he's now he's doing what everybody thought he would have done. So, kudos to uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown, Christian Kirk. You know he's he's got solid receivers. They're not uh, they're definitely not to the level of his running backs, but yeah, the running backs are mm, Travian. And then he was able to get Travis Kelsey. But the only thing about that is that right now, Kansas City, mm, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I tend to look at teams like that. I mean, they're having a lull. People saying, oh, they've caught up to what they're doing. Blah, da, 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 da. I don't know what it is. I, I, I will say the one thing that I've noticed is that defense sucks. And defense... If the defense can't help out the offense, uh, you know, you will start to see uh, a little tread on the tires after a while. And I think that's what's happening. Not necessarily that, oh, they've caught on to what they're doing. I, you know, if you just got better players, um, you know, it, t- typically the cream will rise to the top. I think it's more something, uh, you know, defense is needed in football. If you can't stop anybody and offense is uh, – out there, you know, especially when your quarterback may be pressing, trying to do too much. Hey, 
it will show. And I think that's what's happening. But uh, I expect uh, Kansas City bounce back and Travis Kelsey to have another um, good season as he's known for. But again, Tino has put it together another good team, which he is also known for. Next, we got uh, we got Cliff. Cliff's team is, you know, he's he's down. He's low on a totem pole, which is shocking to me because at different stages in this year, I've looked at this team and said, this is pretty good. I mean, he's made some trades here and there, but I mean, when you look at the names, Josh Allen, Jonathan Taylor, Stefan Diggs, Julio Jones. I mean, it's just like, okay, yeah. But Julio is mm, the best. Uh, what what do they say? The best. Um, I can't think of the saying right now. But um, Julio Jones' availability is just not there. He's missing game after game. Only having 13 points so far this season is like a real, real disappointment for him. But somehow Tennessee is still putting in work. Stefan Diggs, I think he'll get back. Yeah, he, he is doing okay right now, but I think he'll get to where he's going. As uh, Josh Allen is fine. He's he's doing what he does. But uh, And Jonathan Taylor, yeah, that sucks. I traded him to him. Mm. Yeah, patience, patience, patience. I've preached it plenty of times, people. And Jonathan Taylor may be um, a real-life um, example of having patience when one should have patience because he could be on my roster right now with those 71 points. <laughs> but again, I digress. Um yeah, so it it's a it's a decent looking team. It really is, and I wouldn't be surprised if if uh, Cliff Cliff makes a, a real good run here before we get to uh, playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if he is threatening to uh, be one of those six uh, by the time week uh, fifteen comes. Uh, the pinnacle of aws- awesomeness. That's Jay, and Jay is again doing what he does. Managing, managing, managing. His team, he doesn't, he believes his team is uh, pretending right now, but I would say, uh, you know, you got some great pieces, man. Aaron Rodgers, love it. Aaron Jones, love it. And then just getting uh, Fournette in the way he did, I thought that trade really favored Jay. I feel like Fournette is uh, maybe the hottest running back in the league outside of Derrick Henry. And getting him, adding him is, instead of Josh, uh, what's his name? Uh, shoot. The running back for the Raiders, Josh, Josh, Josh. Let me look at Mike's roster. Josh Jacobs. I like that. I, I do like Fournette at this point over Jacobs. So, uh, again, I think that favorite Jay. And um, in the long run, I think it's, it's definitely going to, be impactful. Jay's receivers are are pretty good. I mean, and then getting Tyreek Hill in here again. I don't think it, it's Tyreek is having a good season, but you know he's got forty eight points. That's that's up there with the the best of them, I believe, in in terms of receivers. Um, 
But again, that, you know, he may have some weeks here and there where it's not much, but this dude had, has already had like two double, two double digit weeks or something like that. Something ridiculous. And then rounding it out with Keenan Allen, Ch- uh, Chase Capo, Claypool, and Tyler Lockett. Um, Lockett's a good receiver. It, the only thing that hurts him right now, of course, is Russell Wilson being injured. And because Geno is, ugh, oh boy. Um, and uh, CD lamb too. That's, that's a, that's a good crop of receivers. He's put together a good team. Running backs are good. Receivers are great and uh good running back, a good quarterback. So I, I see CJ being there in the end. I do. Next we got Lolly. Get the ring or die trying. Word is born. Lolly is doing it this year. I really like I like the attitude. I like the interest. I like everything has been juiced this year for Lolly. And um, I just wanted to know. It's uh, it's cool. It, it, we really feel it. The rest of us feel it. And we talk. And your name comes up a whole lot more because you've you been a lot more active with uh, all of us. And um, we just had a fun conversation the other day. It was uh, me, Lolly, and uh, Jay on the phone. And we were just chatting it up. Um, we got off the subject of fantasy, but <laughs> we're just talking about life stuff, but it was a great conversation nonetheless. And, um, it's something that we hadn't been having in previous years, but it's good to, uh, have my left coast sister more involved in what's going on. And I think, let's see, love Dak, hate that he's hurt right now. He's a little hurt right now and unsure if he's going to play, but Dak's a, Dak's a great quarterback. He's, he's proven that now. Uh, love Najee. Uh, and, you know, I'm hearing that uh, Carolina is, uh, they're up for a trade in Christian McCaffrey. And this just goes uh, to show and add to my theory that the NFL now views running backs as replaceable and expendable. If you get hurt, you have, it doesn't matter if your guy doesn't have a name, the guy behind you, it doesn't matter. That dude can take over your spot easily because, number one, he's going to be cheaper. And if they can pay somebody to, to uh, give them your, that guy's production and it's a lot cheaper, they'll, they'll do it. They'll do it and, and be able to get maybe some draft picks out of it or some uh, strengthen their roster in uh, other areas. They'll do it. And that's what we're seeing here because and uh, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that guys like him would never have been thought of about being traded. But that's where we are now. So uh, all that to say that Chubba Hubbard, Chubba Hubbard may be uh, a pretty good pickup in a longer run than than expected, because I know it's getting around that uh, however many weeks that McCaffrey was supposed to be out. But it looks like, you know, this dude could be in it for the hall because if McCaffrey gone, he's the guy. So, um, yeah, like that. And Javante Williams is a is a very good uh, third option. He's coming on every week. Um, let's see. Hopkins, Godwin. You know, the two Chicago receivers. Mm-hmm. You got uh, you got to do something about that before trading deadline or something. It, it's I know you franchise Allen Robinson, but hey, 
maybe you can make something happen. Because that's the only thing, I mean, that's really hurting you. We just made the trade for, uh, you got another tight end, to um, a good tight end to fill the spot this week for uh, Mark Andrews with Mo Alley-Cox. But yeah, I, I, if you can tune up these receivers some kind of way without giving up, you know, too much, you'd be solid. But um, trading deadline is in a few weeks, so think about it. But Lolly, she'll be in the hunt. Can't say my gut has me thinking. My gut has me thinking that Lolly and Kate will get in. That's my gut. Carry on. Joe Williams. Mr. DJ, 8-bit. He's not assassinating anything, though. Maybe a box of Mike and Ike's is about it. Definitely not in this fantasy thing. My man, doing all right. Joe's doing all right. Um, man, he's uh, a... <laughs> He's got a lot of red on his team, <laughs> but Joe's handling these injuries and doing what he can and uh, to stay in. It. He's got some hot players like Terry McLaurin um, and James Robinson um, really uh, looked like he was probably going to be the unheralded one, but he's, he might be uh, your most consistent person right now. Um, but yeah, you, you got Devontae Adams and that's a, a great, that's a great, great asset to have. Uh, I know he's on COVID this week and that sucked. So you got to go to your, your other, well, your only other three receivers. I don't know. I hope none of them are off this week. It doesn't look like that, but yeah, Joe is, uh, he's paddling. He's paddling, trying to stay ahead, trying not to, uh, get, a uh, walk down by Kate or Lolly or Jay. Um, or I might be wrong. Maybe Jay's ahead of him. I don't know, but nevertheless, Joe's, uh, he, he's staying, he's staying with it. He's put the, he's doing some good management so far. I don't have any real complaints. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just think, uh, just managing these injuries is what he needs to, to, to do. And maybe he'll be there. Stella, Stella Della. All right, Stella. Stella has had an interesting season so far. I'm not going to say it's trash or any of that nonsense. You know, that's what everybody says about anything that's, you know, not or whatever. Of course, Stella's season hasn't been good. We all know that. But um, the thing is, she was able to make some moves specifically to trade with me. And I think it was actually a, a good thing for her team because it, it it definitely injected her running backs with Joe Mixon. And then she got another asset in Mike Gusecki, Gusecki at tight end, who at the time was better than Kyle Pitts. The thing is, you got to kind of see what who your best team is. And when you look at this team, like now – like she's saying, okay, Darnold is trash, so I'm not starting him anymore, and I'm gonna go with Heineke. That's a good deal. That's a good move. You gotta look at you gotta look at the assets on your team and do the same thing. So now you're seeing that my two tight ends are pretty 
they have more points than any of my receivers. So they probably need to be starting both of them every week. So you need to probably look at a flex option for tight ends where, where you have two tight ends because there's a I think there's a couple or you need to look at one as an asset and make a deal to get you to shore up your receivers or or something. I think you're OK at running back, but to, to get you a, a solid receiver in here, you know, trade one of these guys, Um, you know, because it, it, you haven't started. I mean, last week you you went back and forth and, and the hotter receiver, the I'm sorry, the hotter tight end has been Mike Gusecki. Kyle Pitts uh, did have a good week last week. But, you know, I'm just saying if you, you know, when you have assets like that, you got to when you have a surplus of assets, you have to look at where it can benefit your team in other areas. And that's kind of what it is. But the problem is, um, you know, after, you know, the mistake she feels she made at draft, and this is from talking to her. And some of those things have kind of been compounded at times because, man, there were there were a couple free agent pickups that I felt like she should have got. And, um, and it would have been better for her team and stuff like that. But, you know, it, it just happens. You live and learn and you move on from that. But, you know, it isn't nothing's impossible. But that's that's my biggest uh, critique of, of what she has there. She has she has a, a surplus of assets right now that she is not using in that capacity. So you might as well make a move. And, um, and believe me, some somebody needs a tight end and can give up a receiver for him. So you better shop around. Boop. Mm-hmm. Okay, Perez, just take my 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. Man, Joe Burrow, Trey with Tino. Mm. I, let me look and look at something. I don't really, I don't, you know, when I, I can't think of the full parameters of the trade, but when I look at it, I don't really think it was needed. You had Kirk Cousins and him and he and Joe, Joe Burrow are so close in production. I don't think it was worth getting Joe Burrow. I know he had a he had a big week and all that, but um again, he's only Joe Burrow's only three points ahead of Cousins. Um and I believe Cousins has been on a bye week. Um and you wind up I mean you you got Ertz, but I mean, having Travis Kelsey, I mean, he's just a better tight end. That's that's the bottom line. He's a better tight end. You got a great asset in Cordero Patterson. That dude has been a great dual threat. Uh, Perez has definitely suffered through injuries. Your first round draft pick getting hurt. That sucks. But he has done some decent, some decent plug and play here. I like Elijah uh, Mitchell. Now, I, you know, after seeing him play, I got to actually see him in a game. It, hey, not bad. Not bad at all. Picking up Tony Pollard, who uh, give give Zeke uh, a break here and there. Not bad. You know, you know, you never know what weekend, what week Tony Pollard is just going to fall over the one yard line and get a touchdown uh, and vulture a touchdown from Zeke. But he can. So but definitely it hurts uh, losing Saquon Barkley. And trying to recover from that, um, made some interesting moves, uh, 
since then, uh, these Browns receivers, Donovan Peoples-Jones, still this old love affair with Josh Gordon. I don't know what the hell. Uh, <laughs> I do like that you picked picked up Devontae Smith, uh, Stella's cast off. And, um, you know, so in, Perez had a decent week last week, or I believe so. And uh, again, it isn't like uh, it things are impossible. But I like some things he's done. Some of the things I was kind of head scratching like, uh, come on, man, Josh Gordon, leave him be. Because I remember you being on him before. Similar instance, instance where he came back from junkieing and then you you picked him up and the rest of us was like, boy, please. And of course, that's what happened. It was a boy, please moment. He did little. So I don't know why you love him so much, but it's that Cleveland homerism, I think. So uh, next we got Mike. Mike, that's my guy. Um, If you have a bad week this week, I'm going to just say it. Um, One trade too many. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to say. But, man, Mike's, you know, most of the time I've said that the, the way people manage their fantasy teams is the way they play poker. Not Mike. <laughs> not, not Mike. Mike's a little bit, um, man, he, he likes that action. Um, here and um you know he he seems to be like a more more of a tight poker player a more a more what's the word i'm looking for more i don't want to say focus just um he's just he just seems to be a little bit tighter and here man somebody's mike's in it he's in the thick of things i'm telling you he's in the thick of things but you know looking at this squad it it, it should he's been he's had some early weeks he was on fire maybe at some point he should have just stayed there with what he had that's what I would say um but these names Patrick Mahomes Dalvin Cook uh Amari Cooper um Adam Thielen I mean these dudes are all hitters they're all hitters man so it should it should be going well but I don't know I, I just feel like mm, maybe that luster I, I hope to goodness you have a good week, man, because I I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling a certain kind of way about what's going on, and I already said what I um about the trade with Jay and you getting Josh Jacobs and him getting Fournette. Man, I like Fournette so much better right now. But that's just me speaking. What do I know? Um, but this I mean, you without question, Mike has enough to be there in the end and all he has to do once he gets to the playoff is if, if it's uh if he's one or two, just win two games, win one game to get in the money. So, I mean, he could do that with this team. Good job. Um, hmm. Tim, Timmy, my man, Tim made a, a good, a good trade with Tim. I'm glad it's working out with, uh, him getting a, a good running back and me getting a, a good receiver. And um, it's it's worked out. James Conner is doing it for him. I think he he might be second in the league in touchdowns. Thanks, Cliff. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, that was an early cliff cancel, uh, cast off. Patience again. That's the word for the day. We don't have it. All right. He's got a uh, terrific Tom who is, yeah, he's probably going to win MVP. He does what he does. James Connor is good. It's been great, actually. But these other running backs, whoa, Nelly. Miles Gaskins, you know, Tim, look, here's the thing, Tim. When you pick Miles Gaskins first, and then you hear all of us like, oh, what, what? You probably shouldn't franchise him after that because <laughs> you could have you could have let this guy go by now. But you got to sit on him. And uh, I don't know. It's hard to get him off the roster when he is underperforming, especially he's definitely underperforming his draft position. But uh, yeah, the, the rest of these running backs just just aren't giving you much. It's not even worth men mentioning Brandon Bolden. Um, I like Rondell Moore. He need you know, he may pick it up. He's a utility guy in, in Arizona. A big play waiting to happen. But your receivers are horrific. Um, yeah. Man, I, I feel like we close enough where I can say that. And I do love you. So I feel like I can say that to you. They are horrific. Uh, nothing more to be said. Um, like Dalton Schultz. He's been doing some stuff. And you got a good kicker in Mason Crosby. Uh, you got to pick it up. You got to do something um, to spark this team, man. Maybe you need to start throwing off feelers making trade offers. You take trade offers, but do you make trade offers, Tim? Moving on. Tony, my man, Tony Bizzle. Ooh, man. Four weeks ago, Tony was riding high. Tony was, yeah. Yeah, I'm in the playoffs. I'm in the playoffs. Fast forward to now, Tony's like, man, I ain't making the playoffs. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay, Justin Herbert, that game with Baltimore, wow, that week really torched you. Really, really torched you. You were in playoff position and fell to like ninth or something like that. That that just really hurt. Um You got you got assets here. Uh let's see. Justin Herbert, of course. Antonio Gibson, of course. Samarji P. Ryan and, and J.D. McK JD McKissick, eh. Uh, Mike Williams, dope. Mike Pittman, dope. Um, Jerry Judy was a good pickup, I think. Actually, I was actually looking into picking him up, but you jumped, you jumped me and you got him. So that might work out for you. Uh, you're getting next to nothing from tight end. So, you know. Got a good kicker in Randy Bullock, but yeah, man, it's uh, Buffalo's defense is, is doing uh, yeoman's work for you as well. So, Tony, you're not out of it, man. You just, there's a gap, but do look look to inject this this uh, roster some kind of way. You have you have some assets or, you know, just look over some rosters, see some, make some possibilities by, uh, you know, writing stuff down and seeing if I did this or did this. I mean, I do this stuff all the time, so. It's, it's it might be something there man so you know check it out don't give up man you are not out of it mr stay puff sean okay lamar jackson good ronald jones not good 
Devin Singletary, not good. Darrell Williams, good pickup. Um, Justin Jefferson and Marvin Jones have been good. Sean has been making moves. I mean, uh, free he's busy in free agency, and um, he's he's picked up some some key elements here. So currently, let me look on the other side. You know, I think Sean's still, he's right behind me. Oh, no, he's not. He's a couple, he's a couple down. So Sean's got 284, and that, who's the six spot? One, two, three, four, five, six. It is Lolly, Cousin Lolly. Mm, yeah, Sean, I mean, by that bye week blues, man, it came and just thunderously took care of some people like Tony and, uh, Sean, um, you can still do something here. Maybe it's make a move. You know, sometimes it's got to be beyond hoping, hoping these guys do whatever. So you, uh, you can inject this roster. Oh, and I like what CJ Uzuma has been doing lately too. So, uh, but you can do something, man. You got assets to do something, um, again, similar to Tim, no matter where you pick a Ronald Jones, you damn sure don't franchise somebody. Now you're stuck with them. That hurts. Yep. As you would have released him a long time ago. And now he he can't go nowhere. So remember, remember that, guys. Franchise your best players. That's, you know, because if you, if... if if the ex- if nothing else, the best players, even if they underperform, they still have their name. Look at look at Julio Jones, for instance. I bet if Cliff tried to trade him now, he still could get an interested buyer in him just because of his pre just because of his name alone and his previous accolades. You know, but somebody like Ronald, nobody will take Ronald Jones because he hasn't he hasn't really busted grape in the NFL yet. So it's just like he's going to be on your roster just holding down the spot just he's just an anchor and he's ball and chain holding you back so um you know holler at your boy maybe i can take him off your hands holler you know whatever and laura laura wow i no exaggeration when i say half your team is red Man, oh man, nobody has been more decimated by injuries than Laura. After the first couple of weeks, Laura was in the in the on the hunt. And um then Russell going down when he did and uh Chris Carson un you know underperforming, then ultimately being injured and going out. Uh, she made some trades, got some good players, and they get injured, like Dawson Knox. Uh, good pickup in T.Y. Hilton. Then he gets injured in the first game he comes back. Jarvis Landry being injured, finally coming back, getting injured. But looks like he's going to play. It's unbelievable. It's really unbelievable what this roster is going through. Um, I mean, you know, she's still in that learning phase, and that's that's, you know, that's expected from new people, but... Man, oh man, this is, I don't, Laura, just, just for your edification, I don't think 
most of us could have overcome this. I don't know. This is a hell of a lot of injuries here. Um, maybe we, we would have managed better because we're a little bit more savvy. But if you, I mean, ultimately, if your best players get injured, it's hard to, hard to win anything. And that's what's happened. So, you know, so that's, that's my two cents. And remember, my two cents is just worth your entertainment if you so choose it. But, you know, that, that's your podcast. People been been hollering at your boy. Oh, man, the, people, the streets is watching and the streets waiting for it like that. That new crop of coke and all this. And, uh, oh, man, what's up with this, man? Um, you know, it's like, man, I, I just didn't realize it. But, but the fans wanted it. I gave it. There you go. I love you all. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, one note. I got to see more out of. I got to hear more out of Sean's. I got to hear more from Perez. I got to hear more from who else? Mm-hmm. Everybody else is pretty much account- accounted for. They're uh, they're mixing it up with the rest of us, and that's what makes a joyous league, and we do have one. Regardless of where you are in the rankings, we have a joyous league and it's going good. And I appreciate all y'all and let's keep it going, man. Uh, Holler at me. Tell me, come at me and tell me you ready for your close up. So you ready for your podcast interview? Holler at me. I shouldn't have to come to you if you want to be on. So I ain't saying no names. Get at me. This is the People's Potluck Podcast signing off and we'll talk football. Again soon. Peace.